0: Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org.
1: God bless you. Truly. Whether that has an application or not, that's in God's hands. It's not my own. You understand? You know, good looking. You know, there's something about having good looks or being endowed in any area. Maybe you're you're, you're mentally endowed, intellectually. You know, some people are just gifted. Everything is a gift, you know. It's not like me, for example, to the glory of God, I cannot draw, I can't draw a yam. (laughs) They put a yam down, I can't draw it. I'm not good in drawing, you know. But in some other areas, I am. And I discovered, you know, when I was in secondary school and you know my early years, I discovered that it's a gift. Just some people just have a gift. It's God who gave all of us. And the Yorubas have a saying, "Oman kong karini." What well, that means that God always gives to everybody. You know, you might have a weakness in one area, but you find you have a strength in another area. The other person will have a, You know, God is wise and He's fair. Give the Lord a clap offering. So, you know, uh, uh, this boy was handsome. I'm sure they had some of the traits of their dad because David was a very good looking guy. You know? And there's something about when you're gifted and you're talented, it gets to your head. If If you don't use the word of God to control your heart and you become proud and you become, you know, arrogant. And that's what happened to Adonijah. It is, is it not a travesty is it is it not a a surprise lesson of history that he did not learn from what happened to absalom because that just happened it was it wasn't it wasn't when he was a baby it was in his lifetime when absalom was doing that he was a young man too he saw what happened to absalom and he never learned from it and that's a lesson we need to learn from we need to learn to learn from other people's mistakes. Absalom went this way. The same Absalom had five chariots. He had, and he put 50 men. Where did he wind up? Hell. And you now too, you said you will have 50 men. And just like Absalom, I will be king. It tells you something. That mere reading of the Bible, even here in our people's stories, will not change your heart. The only thing that will change your heart is this word. The only thing that would have helped Adonijah and Absalom, and any of the others, you know, would have been to do Deuteronomy 17. When you have a king, don't multiply horses. They did that. Exactly contrary to what the Bible said. They don't multiply horses. They don't multiply wives. I didn't say this last week, but I'll just mention it now. One of the most horrible things that Haithophel did. And you know, God has a way of of, of disciplining people. You know the counsel um, um, Aithophel gave Absalom. You know, when David fled from the palace, he left the concubines so that they could, you know, keep the house and, you know, and all of that. This is Absalom who told him to do this. Absalom said, hmm, your father has run away. He said, take his concubines, go and make a tent. On top of the palace. So everybody will see. Then go and start having sex with your father's concubines. So in the sight of all Israel. Then everybody will know that your father can never reconcile with you again. Because it's an abomination of what you've done. You know, and they will follow you in the rebellion. Can you imagine? May we not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Truly, God had turned the counsel of Ahithophel. Because that is a counsel straight from hell. And you know what? Foolish boy, Absalom, he obeyed it. He did it! But it was that it might be fulfilled. That it was spoken by Nathan the prophet. When Nathan gave the prophetic word to David, and said, you took uh, 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 Bathsheba, the wife of um, Uriah the Hittite. He said, you did it in secret. He said, but when I'm going to deal with you, it's going to be done openly and in the sight of all Israel. I will take your wives and they will lie with your. They will take your wives and concubines and in the sight of all Israel, it was fulfilled. Exactly like Nathan said. It's one of the very, very sad and very, very regrettable, you know. But I want to tell you something about uh, uh, I need to mention this, about bad prophecies. When I say, oh, evil prophecy, You know, sometimes a prophecy can come as a prophecy of judgment, a prophecy of, of, of judgment, you know, something terrible is going to happen. But you know you can change it. Through prayer and repentance. Mercy will triumph over judgment. David could have prayed and said, ah, oh God, don't let this. And it wouldn't have happened. Hezekiah prayed, God, Extend my life, and he did. The prophet, solid prophet Isaiah, said, Be, "You know, set your house in order, for you will surely." He didn't say, "Maybe." He said, "Surely you will die." Hezekiah turns his face to the wall, prays. Before Isaiah gets out of the courtyard, you know, God turned the thing around. What I'm saying is that sometimes when you've done something wrong, God forbid, and you pray to God and ask God for mercy, and pray that prayer. Lord, let mercy triumph over judgment. And the way it's going to work is through the honesty of your heart and then you showing mercy to other people. David could have avoided this. You know, it was one of horrible, horrible and God didn't forget. You know, when Aithophel, I didn't say this last week, when Aithophel saw that his counsel was not taken by Absalom, he knew God was against him because Aithophel knew God. Once Absalom did not chase David that very first night, he knew that they were going to be defeated. He knew that God was not on the side of the rebellion. And watch this. Say for, everybody say, for our learning. All these things are for our learning. Look at what Ahithophel did. You know what he should have done? He should have repented and ran to go and meet David in the wilderness. And, and, and bow himself and proceed and said, have, I have played the fool. In fact, I would have told Absalom, stop this rebellion. Let's just all go back to David. Stop this immediately. It's not going to work. God is still on David's side. You know God would have had mercy. But you know what he did? Pride, bitterness. You know, instead of instead of submitting to God, the Bible says he went to his house and he hanged himself. Went straight to hell. Just joined Absalom. You have no right to take your own life. Someone say, Why? You didn't give it to yourself. (laughs) What an answer. Only God can give. You know why you can't take your life? You didn't give it to yourself. Who gave you life in your mother's womb? It was not of your own free will. You didn't make a decision that I would be conceived. You did not make a decision that I would be born. If you did not, if it was not you who gave yourself life, then you don't have a right to take it. Only the God who gave it has a right to take it. Suicide is a sin. It will send you straight to hell. So I thought I went to hell. So this, let's get back to Adonijah, the silly boy. You know, he doesn't learn from his brother's mistake. Another thing, you know, no fear of God. You you know, by the time you even think, "Ah, look at what happened to Absalom. I mean, it's still fresh. You know, even fear. Ah, don't let me do that. But I'm going to tell you, God told me this, you know. Why did Adonijah do this? Why did he think he could get away with it? David was old and, and he had become weak. So he thought... David can't do anything. He's too old. And then he had some very bad boys who agreed with him. Incidentally, this is just um, uh, uh, free of charge. Uh, The name Adonijah is a great name, you know. I'll tell you what it means. I'm looking at the Hebrew right now. My Lord is Jehovah. What a great name. But he never lived up to the destiny. Simply changing your name will not change your destiny. You can have the best name in the world. If you don't keep the word of God in your heart and obey the, and, and practice God's word and pray, your destiny will not change. Yes, God changed Abraham's name you know, and he changed his destiny. But Abraham was already obedient. He already was believing God before God changed his name. That's why it worked. Adonijah. My Lord is Jehovah, but Jehovah was not his Lord. That's just, the Bible says, for for our learning. I'm going to be saying that a lot throughout this message. For our learning. So it's important to have a good name. You know, if you have a very terrible name, you can change it. You know, particularly a bad name, like it should be. (laughs) You know, my name is Olubi. It means God is born. God forbid, if I had been called a be. I would, I would have changed the name. Who wants to be born of the devil? God forbid. You know, so everybody, but just changing your name and just thinking that oh, if I change my name, automatically my destiny will change. is a lie. Even if you have a great name, if you don't live correctly, that destiny will not change. This boy had a great destiny. He blew it. Alright. Now, Verse 7, and he conferred with Joab, hmm. the son of Zeruiah. I, I want to I, I tell you something about Joab. I, I, I mentioned this last time, but let me repeat it. Joab and his brothers were all nephews of David. David was their uncle. Joab's mom was David's sister. For let, let, let me finish the verse. And he conferred with Joab the son of Zeruiah and Abiathar the priest and they following Adonijah helped him. Oh my God. Someone's going to ask how can this happen? When there is rebellion in your heart and you don't use the word of God to deal with it it will increase. You see that, this Joab was David's commander in chief. He was the leader of the army. One of the closest people to David. And there were many times he did good things. For example, when he went to go and bring Absalom back, you know, he did it out of love for David. Are you listening to me? There was another time, you know, you need to read your Bible properly. There was another time David wanted to do a census, which was not the will of God. And Joab picked correctly that it was not the will of God. And Joab told David, ah, ah, oh God, this Nigerian translation, you know, oh God, this is not necessary. Why should we do this? And God will get angry with us, you know. But David insisted, and Joab obeyed. Because you must always obey the final authority, you know. And and so, occasionally, I, I want to say for our learning, Joab was not a bad man, he was a good man. In many he was loyal to David for years but he had character faults he he was he was he was vengeu- he was vengeful he had a streak of rebellion in him and he never used the word of god to deal with it so over the years it accumulated so when when Absalom rebelled Joab didn't follow Absalom in fact, he was the one who killed Absalom. He was loyal to David. But when Adonijah rebelled, his heart had deteriorated. I would say for our learning. His he heart had deteriorated to the place where he now cooperated with Adonijah, whereas he had to have rebuked him. And I want to tell you the reason why. It's the same reason that Adonijah tried what he tried. They felt David was too weak. He was old. He was. Not as strong as he used to be. He was he was in the house most of the time. God got this tiny little girl to go and be looking after him. They, they had they had they had written David off. He's going to die soon anyway. So you know you will see this truth in many of the psalms where they will be prayed that you know my enemies a, a, a loathsome disease has taken hold of me. My enemies are laughing. My enemies think you know that God has forsaken him. He's all there. It was when he was going through his travails, firstly with Absalom, then secondly with Adonijah. So anyway, David, uh, 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 Joab, you know, he should have known better. He should have known better. You know, if Adonijah rises himself up, God forbid, I will not be Joab. But if I was Joab, I would have said, what did David say? Ah! You know, and many of us make that mistake, even here in church. People who come and meet you and say, "Do, do, 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 Oh, yes. But did you say, what did Pastor say? Many, especially if, they ha- if you have a landing site for rebellion, you, you, you find that you never go back to find out from authority. You do what you would like to do, or what seemeth good in your eyes, in order to look good with other people. Or, for what you can advantage you can get, to, it was a simple, straightforward question. Ah uh, Adonijah, did David tell you that? Oh yeah, let's go to David. They're going to see in the next few verses. And with Abiathar the priest, Abiathar is another character. who was He was a priest, but he wasn't as faithful as he should have been. And one of the reasons was a generational curse. Abiatha came from the line of Eli. Now, you know, but Pastor Jay, you know, all those things don't really matter. If you decide to use the word of God, it doesn't matter who your father is or your grandfather is, you can change your own heart. Hallelujah. Somebody sent me a, a very lovely Interesting write-up. It was written by somebody. You know, I just summarize it. He gave a history of the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. But he wrote it in a poetic uh form, like a satire. You know, Abraham, that one went to sleep with his house girl. Judah, that one slept with his, with his uh, daughter-in-law, you know, who pretended to be a prostitute, you know. Uh, Rahab, that was a halot. remember no Rahab. Hello? You know, it was from Rahab that you now got uh, Ruth. You know, that Ruth came in, who was a Moabite, you know, and all of that. And then he just... He wrote it in that kind of way. He said, Who would like to come from such a terrible line? Yet yeah, that was the line Jesus came through. Give the Lord a clap offering. <laughs> what God is telling you is that it doesn't matter what your background is. If you will walk with me, I will perfect everything that concerns you. Don't you never say, For our learning. So having bad parents, having bad grandparents, You know, cannot change your own destiny if you decide to use the word of God. Are you listening to me? And you know the truth about the matter? If you go back far enough, there is none of us that has a perfect pedigree. Nobody. Nobody on the earth. You know why? We're all particles of the sin nature. If you take it back, if you, you know, you can take it two, three generations, you will find that there was one terrible guy that did one terrible thing somewhere, you know. But that won't affect you. Now, that generational sin is there and its effect, but you can neutralize it through Jesus Christ. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, that the blessing of Abraham might come through the the Gentiles. This same Abraham who got his blessing, he wasn't the straightest guy around. He told lies. So they say, say, You are my sister. Now I know she was his half sister, but he was telling a lie. (laughs) You know, then, you know, Sarah comes up with this great idea that, you know, this is my Hagar that we brought from Egypt. Go and lie with her. It should have been Abraham should have said, Sarah, come, stop that nonsense. We're going to trust God. Yes! Everybody went quiet. They say, for our learning. So what's to learn. What Abraham did was wrong. And God was displeased with him and didn't talk to him for 14 years. Then he appeared to him at, at 99 and said, I am, as if he didn't know. I mean, he had called him in Haran 25 years before. So he knew God, you know. But he had kind of backslidden, you know. He said, I am El Shaddai. In other words, you don't know me properly yet. Stand upright on thy feet. They walk before me and be upright. And stop this nonsense. Now go and circumcise yourself. So even our father Abraham. And then you know, you know the story now. Jacob. Ba ba, mighty God of Jacob. Ba, <laughs> eh, so planter <laughs> You know, you can go from character. Isaac was fair. You know, you can go from character to character. You will see all kinds of people in the Bible uh, narrative and in the genealogy. And you know, the thing about God is that God is so honest. He recorded everything correctly. If it was you and I, ah, there's only one who record. God is telling us that. It doesn't matter. My grace is sufficient. I can, yeah, I can overcome the infirmities of your fathers. Hallelujah. And make you what I want you to be. If you will make covenant with me. I learned that, you know, when I became a Christian, I, you know, I, I mean, like I said, every family, everybody has their own, one problem or the other. You know, I made up my mind I was going to follow this thing. You know, respect of what my dad did or what my grandfather did or what my you know, family did on whichever side, you know, love them and all of that, but I'm going to do what God did. You know, it's very interesting. I, I'll just say this hit it and I'm wrong with it. You know, see how far we can go before I close tonight, this afternoon. And we'll take it up from here next week. You know, you need to understand, you know, something like Paul, for example, his pedigree is not recorded. We don't know Paul's dad. We don't know his mom. He's nothing about his genealogy. We only know he had a sister who had a son who came to the palace to inform the Roman officer when they were planning to kill him. That's all we know about Paul's family. Nothing is recorded. And I believe it's deliberate. They probably just didn't believe in what Paul was doing. They probably just, you know, wrote him off. But Paul didn't care. Paul had many sons. He had the Timothys and the Tituses. Hallelujah. He had many mothers. He had many sisters that God gave him in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter where your natural family is. If you will follow God, God will help you. Are you listening to me? In this lifetime, you will receive a hundredfold brothers and sisters and mothers. Okay. That's it for our learning. Thank you for listening to
0: this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons prophecies and articles available on our website spcconline.org. thank you and god bless you